Play the fucking intro. This is Dustin. And I'm Chris. And this is SLC Punkcast. Punkcast. Yeah. This is episode 85. 85. We it's, were. A, it's actually like 165 or so. If we were a human, we'd be a gilf. Right? <laughs> this is SLC Punkcast. We are a punk rock review and interview show, reviewing and critiquing all genres and subgenres of punk rock music. Dustin, are we doing an interview show this show? Yes, we are. There's an interview on this show. Who are we interviewing? Radio Hate. Right on. Well, you're interviewing Radio Hate. Yeah, Chris couldn't make it when I did the interview a couple days ago. Yet again. Oh, thank you for finding us. Uh, Boy, Dustin, we weren't even mentioned in the uh, podcast awards, but fuck them. (laughs) You found us on iTunes and Stitcher and Google Play, Player FM, and pretty much everywhere that you can find uh, podcasts. I was told just the other day that podcasting is like huge right now dustin is it and uh apparently we are we're, we're part of the new wave of podcasts yeah um yeah <laughs> maybe um we're trailblazers or yeah. we're we're following the trail that's being blazed there How's you that? go we're the we're pioneers then <laughs> uh yes you can find us on social media let us know what you think about the show let us know what you think about podcasts in general you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at SLC Punk Chris. I'm on Twitter at Another Punk SLC, and we're at SLC Punkcast on Instagram and Facebook. Right on, Dustin. New music coming out uh, here in the last couple of weeks and coming oh, yeah. up in February. Savage Beat with Wired, February 1st. The Reapers Rip It Up, February 1st. Off the Clock with Vic City Skins, Vinyl, February 1st. Reckless was so cynical February 1st. Matilda Scoundrels with Heathen. Also, it's a single on February 1st. The Raging Nathans with Sleeper Hits. Sword Youth, Volume 1, February 1st. Punk in the Streets, Volume 6. Vicious Mistress Records Compilation, February 1st. Squid Hat Records. Ah, I like Squid Hat Records. Fresh Ink, Volume 8. It's a compilation, February 3rd. Is it Junto? Yeah. Morior Invictus. February 4th. You LA. got it right, man. <laughs> LA Needs a Riot. Bands from Los Angeles Underground. It's 45 bands on February 20, uh, February 5th. Uh, La Theory, Dubroxen. Syria Et Song, February 5th. <laughs> Good luck with that. As December Falls with the self-titled uh, album on February 8th. Look at this, what Dustin has in front of me. The Reapers Rip It Up and Savage Beat. Right on. Why are those first ones you were just talking they about, are, man? There they are. Um, the uh, vinyls came straight from the Netherlands. Rebellion Records, these two. Oy vey, everybody. Blow Fuse with Daily Ritual, February 8th. Kicker with Pure Drive, February 8th. Pure Nibium. Drivel. Drivel. Oh, I thought it was an exclamation point. My, my computer screen just fucked that up for everybody. <laughs> Nivium with Up in the Air, February 10th. 211 Boot, Boy, uh, 211 Boot Boys compilation, United Riot Records, February 11th. Dr. Ghost. Criminalized Survival, February 12th. Are you just, like, finding comps, or are you looking for them? No, they're just coming across. I'm not looking for comps. That's just how many comps we've come across since January 1st. It's insane. Tons, right? Tons. Dr. Ghost with Criminalized Survival, February 12th. Melancholin with SOS, February 15th. Lenny Lashley's Gang of One with All Are Welcome, February 15th. Atlantis with Fears at Forts. French. 
which is French for fires and forts. There you go. On February 15th. <laughs> <laughs> Old Firm with uh, Holger Donsky on uh, the 15th on the digital and vinyl and CD March 15th. Brick by Brick with Hive Mentality February 22nd. Chin Up Kid with the self-titled Part 2 single February 22nd. And Burnt Tapes with Never Better. Let us know what we missed. So I'm Check sure there's those something. Vinyls. Look at those, Aren't those vinyls cool? out. Savage Bee with a nice, nice lime green looking vinyl there. And uh, the Reapers with the, just a white. Right. And you have on the turntable right now, this means war, and it's just a cool looking gray. Right? It's like a matte gray color. It's pretty <laughs> yeah. sweet. Matte gray. As opposed to like Mark Gray. Right? <laughs> You're fucking funny. All right. Let's uh let's play some new music of our own. What did you pick this week? The Upfucks. Where'd you come across the Upfucks? No idea, but they're a New oh, Jersey ska punk band. This true. came out it's March 2018. Uh, you have to be asleep to believe it. That's that's George Carlin. <laughs> Remember George Carlin? Does. I do. The album is Great America. This is track one called Damnation. You know, I actually listened to a George Carlin comedy on vinyl at my friend's house probably back in the early 90s. Really? I remember that. <laughs> I remember he did one on HBO, and I thought it was the best fucking thing in the world. Then I started, like, repeating what I heard on it to my old man, and uh, apparently that wasn't his fucking version of politics. <laughs> Check that out, huh? That's pretty cool. Great part of the song right there. Justin, you'll like the names of the guys in the band. Kurt Bucks, Kyle Bucks, Eric Bucks, and KT Bucks. I bet they all do. Dustin, they're, uh, you know, uh, a heavy dose of nihilism. So it's like a uh, very anti-religion, life is meaningless kind of uh, belief in their music. Cool. Well, I read that they were New Jersey ska punk. That wasn't much of a ska song. Is that, is that just one of those? Well, you know, I think a lot that of it's... Non, yeah, not so well, I ska. think that it has to do with... Maybe a little bit more about what they are in total, right? Right. Well, Chris, a little bit of like upstroke, what you know, but maybe a little bit. Uh, maybe other songs thing. include the horns. Some don't. Uh, this is Lenny Lashley's Gang of One. New stuff. We were just uh, Chris was telling you about it. It was coming out. It's coming out on February fifteenth. So next Friday. And Justin already has eight of them. <laughs> I got the single. The the flexi version of this but this is truth and blood coming off the all are welcome
Dustin, you know, Lenny Lashley's been bumming around and playing music in Boston forever. Right. And uh, took a little bit of a break in, what, 08, 09, and uh, came back. He was in Dark Buster. He's now in Street Dogs as well. I think I just saw, is it Street Dogs that I just saw or are doing a Boston show? I, I believe so. And he, and he kept, I keep getting the same posts over and over again on all my, my fucking social media is a fucking mess. I get the same shit over and over again. Except on Twitter, there I get a bunch of nudity. I don't know what the fuck is going on there. <laughs> well, uh, on my social media, I see that Lenny Lashley and his gang of one there, they're going to be touring. They're going to be doing some shows. Anything here, Dustin? No. I Fuck no. I don't think they're coming anywhere near us, but they were a punk rock bowling last year, I believe. Or at least Lenny Lashley was. I can't remember if it was Gang of One or just Lenny Lashley. Well, they're doing the tour with the Dropkick Murphys. Yeah. Uh, revving up toward St. Pat's. Yeah. That'd be a good show to go to. That would be. They won't be out here, Dustin. No, they won't. They're de- definitely never near Salt Lake around St. Pat's Day. By the way, just realized the Christmas tree's still up. <laughs> it is. <laughs> you gonna throw some hearts on that bitch and call it a fucking Valentine's Day bush or what? That's what I did with my lights out front. I, I swapped the slide out and now there's pink and red hearts that hover around. <laughs> yeah. Fuck it, it's cold outside. Who wants to change shit? Well, we got like a, over a foot of snow yesterday. And so now my lights are covered up, so I can't turn them on it tonight. It was hell on earth yesterday here in Salt Lake City, Dustin. It was. They canceled school. They canceled work. They were like, don't fucking leave your house. Lenny Lashley's Gang of One, very cool. Truth and Blood and All Are Welcome. It's on Pirates Press, or it will be anyway when it comes out, so go pre-order it there. Or go see them live if you're going to be around uh, anywhere on the East Coast. Grand Rapids or Madison or Wichita, and you get to see DKM with them. What do you got? Chris, yet another new one. I, didn't, I wasn't really originally picking this, right? But I threw it on because they're a new band, a new song. Okay, but they're from yeah. Milwaukee. Yeah, from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. All the bands I'm playing on this episode are going to be from Wisconsin. All right. So I thought, hey, we'll put it on because this album comes out March 1st. Right. And we'll see them live here in Salt Lake City in April. April, first week of April. Opening the interrupters for the interrupters. Point. Um, Dustin, you've had an opportunity to see Mast Intruder. You told us about it each, twice. Twice. Uh, didn't you say your son ended up being Mast Intruder Purple? Yep, the Purple Intruder. <laughs> or Intruder Purple. That's intruder how it goes. Purple. That's yeah. it. Uh, my wife uh, and children both want to see Mast Intruder and the Interrupters. Hey, it's going to be a good it's show. It's going to be an all ages show. Uh, it should be a hell of a lot of fun. Hey, good family fun. Right. Take your kids to the punk rock concert. Hell yeah. And and teach them the right way so they don't end up listening to fucking pop music and hating themselves and popping pills when they're 15. Right? Give them some punk rock. Give them something to live for. <laughs> All right, Chris, this is off of three. three. Comes out March 1st. And this track is called No Case. Shut your mouth for proving. Shut your mouth for proving. 
Dustin Mast Intruder, uh, it consists of Intruder Green, Intruder Blue, Intruder Red, and Intruder Yellow. A.K.A. Orange. Oh, and <laughs> Orange. Well, Yellow is also known as Orange. Ah. Of course, Mast Intruder, you, you, you know, all their stuff is great. They're, uh, they always wear their ski masks, the holes cut in them. And, and, uh, and Blue always has his glasses on over the top of his mask. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I think I said they were from Milwaukee. I, that's yeah, incorrect. They're from Madison. Oh, no. This band is the one that's from Milwaukee. Don't this is Lawless. They just released Doomsday. Came out January 9th. This isn't our friend's uh, Step 13's song, Police State, is it? Nope, different Police State. But you can listen. We'll see if uh, you can... How different it sounds to you. Doomsday has a couple of stuff they put out on their demo. You can go find this on Lawless's Bandcamp page again. All the bands I'm playing from Wisconsin, this band from Milwaukee, they posted. This is the recording of our LP that was initially to be released on Foreign Legion Records after some unforeseen events. That release was canceled. We are still looking to release it. I think it is a perfect summary of the band's first year in existence. So, yeah. Doomsday is its kind of an unofficial release because uh, the release didn't end up happening the way they wanted it to, but everybody can get out there and check out Lawless. Yeah, you can check them out in Milwaukee. They're always playing some great bands out of Milwaukee. We're big fans of Direct Hit. Of course, Pig's Blood, No Funeral, Desperations, great punk bands out of Milwaukee. Uh, go check them out. Chris, we're going to do some older, lesser knowns. You're up first. This band's from Gothenburg, per- per- Sweden. Perkeley. 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 Right? That's what Gus told us. Yeah, I Perkeley. Perkeley. I think it was even Perkeley. I was at Ikea this last weekend. Were you listening to Perkeley? No, you were but there? I fucking dropped Were you listening to Old Fashioned Ideas while you were there? I dropped some fucking coin, though. I'll tell you right now. On a goddamn nightstand. It took me and my wife like eight hours to fucking put together because we couldn't. Oh my god! But she had to have this shit. Yeah, man, fucking love, uh, love these guys. I was going through some bands. There was a, a, a an oi band uh, that I read an interview, and they were talking about, you know, the bands that kind of inspired them uh, on the European side of things. And these guys always come up, it seems. Um, and so. Wanted to play the song forever off the album. Forever been playing. Just I'm just going with Oi stuff. To be honest. Well, this is a, a newer compared to what you were doing. Absolutely, with Oi, absolutely. But it's still it's almost six years old. It's April 26, 2013. So yeah, cool track, and um, I, I like the sound. It's a good band, man. It's it fucking is. mellow. I like I like a little Perkley. more, a little more, yeah, a little more mellow. The guitar just kind of. 
Hey, Dustin, you know, I was reading this article, and they were talking about how Oi was a Roots revival in punk rock, where um, as punk was out and and being taken and and used by so many bands, um, it was Oi that kind of went back to the roots of a lo-fi sound and kind of had a revival um, with that older punk rock sound what you got going on over there uh i, f- I feel like uh, i'm hearing me making the puh, puh yeah i've been hearing you the whole time you're terrible i know so I- i've got the, the, the little this is why we don't there. win awards <clears throat> i know poor production on my part fuck's sake you're over there with fucking 26 things in front of you we could hire somebody to do this shit yeah for loads of dollars right yeah man for a dollar yeah <laughs> Every time you show up, one dollar. Dollar a show, dude. Dollar a show. You want to? You got something else you could be doing? Fucking do it. You want a dollar a show? You get your ass over here and work for SLC Punkcast. You talk. You can talk to us about it. www.slcpunkcast.com. Chris, do you know brass tacks? This thing fucking sitting like in my blind spot is giving me fucking anxiety. I'll fix that for you. You got this giant goddamn lamp thing. It's sitting right in my fucking blind I'll, spot. I'll fix it. I want so you to listen to this every now and then, track. my fucking, I get anxiety. And Turbo Negro. Turbo Negro? Turbo Negro. Uh, Turbo Negro. This is Brass Tax, Chris. No. Yes. This is Brass Tax with Skinhead Rock and Roll. They released this in 1999. These guys are from Madison, Wisconsin, and they're on beer records, but they're also on Oi the Boat records, Chris. Rad, I got Turbo Negro, Skinhead Rock and Roll. Uh, came out 2018 on Rock and Roll Machine. You know, came out with it before that. Haymaker, 
Ah, That's the one I was trying to get to. Yes. Broken Heroes did it too. And Osprey. And the Vatican's. Just the facts came out in twenty or nineteen ninety nine. Sorry, they had just, the fifteen they, year anniversary of. It. Is it the same lyrics or is it just the name? Oh shit! Same. It's all the same. What's going on here, man? Oh man. Chris, uh, this is a, a touring band. We're gonna do a, a touring band and then we're gonna jump back into some older, lesser known. But it's time to mix it up a little bit, Chris. There's a band that's out on tour right now, and it's the Toasters. They're from New York City. They're a second wave ska band. Started in 1981, Chris. We played them before. Right. We played them on the show before, but they're out on tour right now. Uh, This is Two Tone Army. It was released on Hard Band for Dead. That was their sixth studio album. It was released in 1996. Sixth studio album by 96, Chris. Justin. The toasters make me want to listen to third wave ska <laughs> because all third wave ska listen to the toasters, right? You know what I mean? Like it, it came right from it, bud. Justin, they are the original second wave band founded in 1981. Chris, uh, when are we going to see the them They're the band here? that we're featuring on. It's the tour band for this episode. Where are we going to see them, Dustin? I'll tell you. Uh, on the 6th, they were in Long Beach. 7th, which is today. Today. Tempe, Arizona. Uh-huh. The 8th, Vegas. The 9th, L.A. The 10th, Berkeley. Close. 11th, Albany. California. The 12th, yeah, Albany, California, right. Reno, Nevada on the 12th. On the 13th, Sacramento. On the 14th, Eugene, Oregon. The 15th, Portland, Oregon. Then Vancouver on the 16th. Seattle, Spokane, Wenatachi, Wenatchee or something like that, Washington, Bend, Oregon, Boise, Idaho on the 21st, Chris, and they hit Salt Lake City on the yeah, 22nd. Yeah, going to be at Liquid Joe's here in the SLC, huh? The rest of February, they'll be in Denver, Colorado Springs, Omaha, Madison, Wisconsin, Minneapolis, Chicago, World Altoona. Tour. World Tour 2019. Rochester, Morgantown, West Virginia on March 3rd. Lafayette. They'll be back into Michigan, then Milwaukee, then Des Moines, then Wichita, Fucking then a. Oklahoma. And go look them up on Facebook. They are heading over to They're Europe, into the Netherlands, the end of March. World Tour, dude. They're going to be on the road until everybody dies. They'll be 
end of March, they'll be in the Netherlands. They'll hit Belgium. They're going to hit the UK. Hey, Dustin. Ireland. Dustin. UK. Dustin. And guess what, Chris? There'll be a punk rock That's bowling. That's what I was just going to say. May 25th, downtown Las Vegas event center with rants and refused to sit. It's the Vandals, the special street dogs, lower crest, so on and so forth. Yes, they will be at punk rock bowling. So, so these guys... They are the touring band of the episode, but they are fucking touring, fucking everywhere. touring everywhere. We'll get the opportunity to see them here in Salt Lake on the 22nd, and we're for sure going to see them. At Punk I Rock think Bowling. that we should, we should probably see them. I mean, it's it's the one in March, right? March 22nd. No, February oh, Excuse 22nd. me, February 22nd. It's going to be tough to get to, um, but I'd like to see them both. You know what I mean? Right? See them here, get a chance. There's a couple bands that I thought that we last year – we, we kind of decided, hey, we'll fucking see them at Punk Rock Bowling. So DOA we was one. Right, so we're not going to see them here. And then we get there at Punk Rock Bowling, and I'm like, fuck, man, I wish we would have seen them in Salt Lake. It had been... Cause they're Smaller playing, venue, you're going to be... They're going to yeah. probably pay a longer set. Yeah, most right? of the guys are playing like 30 to DOA maybe did, 40. DOA did 30. Yeah. Because they're oh, one, of those, they they're about, one of those yeah, opening about, yeah. stop, one of those opening bands. They probably only did 30. They would have done probably 45 here. At least. Um, if not longer. Yeah. And so it was just kind of one of those things where I was like, oh, fuck, I wish we hadn't made that decision. There's a couple bands. There's another one I can't think of off the top of my head. We were like, oh, yeah, we'll see them in Punk Rock Bowling. And then we didn't see them in Punk Rock Bowling either because we it was one of those bands that we were either at the beer tent or we were doing something else. Um, or we just got there late and I was fucking hammered. So I don't remember who it was, but off the top of my head anyways. Dustin, uh... Are we going back to yep. older, lesser known? One older, lesser known before we get to your great cover to cover album, Chris. Dustin this is loyal. Up the order on the goddamn machine. Loyal pride. This track is called "Eat the Rich." This band is from Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Yeah, man, it's from my. Uh, it's on the uh, east side of the state, or west side of the state. The band consists of a husband and wife, Meyer and Amy. And joining them on bass is Joe Frost. Fucking Joe. Fucking Joe. Yeah, Dustin. <laughs> oh, they're from down. they're from over there in Eau Claire. Yeah, it's closer to Minnesota. Is it? Oh yeah. <laughs> Eau Claire, Lacrosse. You like oh, how yeah. I did that last week? Was all Minnesota bands. This week's all Wisconsin bands. Oh, Dustin just likes people to have funny talk. <laughs> Let's go to the supper club and hear the band. Yes, we will do that. That was Loyal Pride. Check out all these cool Wisconsin bands. Hopefully they're out playing together. Or if they're not, go check out all their shows. Great band coming up soon is going to be an interview with the Wisconsin band. But before we get there, we're going to do a great cover-to-cover album. You don't want to do the interview first? Well, we're going to do your great cover-to-cover album first. Mm, Fair enough. (laughs) It's <laughs> like that. This is the beginning of uh, Def Leppard. Def Leppard, right? Yeah. 
white guy. All right, Chris, what'd you pick? Yeah, man, you know, just 1998, Dustin, fucking just getting out of basic training in November, reporting to my first duty station in Germany. And, um, man, this thing was fucking everywhere, even in Deutschland. Um, Americana. All my buddies in the barracks had it. And uh, this song fucking was everywhere, right? It had the music video. I like the part. You know, just being white. I like the fucking the, the message in the song. Just fucking poking fun of, you know, the guys that are trying to be, you know, some kind of like street thug kind of guy, right? Right. Wanted a 13, but they drew, gave him a 31 at the tattoo parlor, right? He's overcompensating for everything. His whiteness, his just uncoolness, his uncouthness. I just like, you know, all the girlies would be out on the dance floor at the old Rock Fabrique singing along, you know, and, and uh, just, you know, it's one of those songs, kind of, you know, the spring of, uh, of 99, you know, that was kind of carried on into that, and uh, it's a fun song, yeah, right here, that's funny. He asked for a 13, but they drew a 31. Friends say he's trying too hard, and he's not quite hip. But in his own mind, he's the, he's the dopest trap. Yeah, in his own mind, he's the shit, right? And I knew a bunch of white dudes like this that were just fucking, they thought they were fucking just stone cold brothers. Grew up at an inner city school like I did, you see plenty of them. <laughs> yeah. Salt Lake City, fucking right, right. Granite High, South Granite Salt Park Lake. Junior High. Oh fuck yeah. South Salt Lake, yeah. Yeah, white boys from fucking Rose Park. Yeah, fucking acting like they're fucking hardcore and shit. And I, I, you know, it's just a fun song. Yeah, the album. I guess I'll talk a little bit about the album. The band is The Offspring. The album's Americana. I am going to talk a lot about The Offspring as we as we do this actually. Um, next track is coming up. Right now. Yeah. Um, what are we doing here? Uh, you know what, Dustin? I don't know if this was a radio hit or not. Uh, again, I was I was in Germany. With I, all it's this. not listed as one of them, and I don't recall it being one. This song gets stuck in my fucking head like 24-7, dude. It's, it's, I like its speed. And uh, it's just a cool song. I enjoy it. Walla Walla. See you when I Walla Walla. It just gets stuck in my fucking head, dude. Dustin, do you have this album? I do. I assume you probably do. I did. Um... It was a uh, it was a pretty good hitter. It was sold over 10 million copies worldwide. Fuck's sake! 
And uh, it's, it still wasn't as good as Smash, but um, I liked it. I'm trying to remember if it was, was there a, an album in between Smash and Americana? Yeah, I think Ixnay on the Ombre Ixnay was. Ixnay on the Ombre was. Thank yeah. you, Dustin. And you chose that as a cover I to cover and played my favorite song off of it. Mota. Mota. And, um, yeah, man, I, I tend to like a few of the songs that probably weren't the radio hitters. This song fucking stuck in my head all the fucking time. I mean, we'd put this on and play fucking PlayStation. PlayStation, I didn't say it to PlayStation. Right. Uh, we're playing Metal Gear Solid, Dustin. Nice. Uh, play a little Banjo-Kazooie on the old Xbox. I didn't say Xbox 360, I said Xbox. <laughs> playing a little N64, throwing on the old Rogue Squadron there. South Park. What was that one called? It was on this Nintendo 64. Yeah, it was, South Park was it like the turkeys and shit. Right. It, like, I think it was just South Park the game. Was it? Yeah. Chris, one of the radio hits you didn't pick is Why Don't You Get a Job? That was one that we're not going to play on this episode. Yeah. This is a better oh, choice oh. anyway, though. Did you like this song? I was do. this one of I just I don't know why I always liked it. Like I said, this fucking wet it's one of those songs that's wedged in your head. Dustin the offspring, uh, I was listening to him a lot here in the last couple days. I don't know if you ever heard their album from 89, self-titled from 89. Yes. Boy, those guys listen to a lot of Black Flag. Like Ignition or something like that? The Offspring. It was self-titled. Ignition was 92. Okay. Both, I mean, they were listening to a lot of Bad Religion and Black Flag. Nice. <laughs> right? Um, Smash came out, of course. Smash was fucking humongous. Was it Smash? It was a Smash. It was the, it is still the largest grossing independent label album in history. That, obviously, that's their highest selling record. This Americana was number two. Uh, Ixnay on the Ombre came out in 97. And you and I both like that one. Right. I listen to Smash probably once a month still even. It's an amazing album. Americana, this one came out in 98. Conspiracy 1 in 2000. And then Splinter. And Splinter was just different. It felt like it, they were trying to kind of go more towards that new rock um, genre. And um, the new metal, rather. Sure. Uh, they even kind of like changed up their logos, more of that skull thing, and right. And they had look like flames coming off the head. And even the text of the offspring was different. Um, you know, it's hard to fault the band. As a fan, of course, we want to hear what they play, right? And I just want new of what you play, right? As a fan, but as an artist, you know, we've talked to these guys yeah. before, and. It's a, a mixture of what everybody's listening to, so what everybody's bringing to the table. Right. And so as they get older, you know, we've what we started listening to just in the last year, some of the bands we come across, we didn't listen to them the year before that. We didn't know yeah. who they were or they Absolutely. were new. You know, so if we were to create something five years ago and then create something now, it would probably be different because we're listening to it different. Yeah, so and it's I, hard to fault the band yeah, for no, and, doing and that. I just, uh, what I'm getting at is it's not so much faulting them as much as I just, I... Didn't really feel it, you know. It just felt like sure. alternative radio hit music. Well, that's the drawback is 
us as fans, I hear smash, you know, and then the next thing comes out, Ixnay on the Ombre, and it's similar. It's like, cool, you know, that's Offspring. And then Americana comes out, yeah, cool, that's Offspring. And then when you hear something that's a little different, like, yeah, oh, that's like, not really what Offspring. What the fuck is that, right? Even though it, it can be good in its own right, it's just not Offspring. Yeah, and then Rise and Fall, Rage and Grace in 2008 um, was a major radio success. The You're Gonna Go Far Kid song, Days Go By, 2012. Very different album. Every song on Days Go By sounds different. And I actually, I, I think that I like it. Oh, cool. You know what I mean? It's one of those ones where the more I listen to it, I'm like, huh, it's got a little bit of everything. It's almost it's almost like they're just bringing everything together. And we, of course, talked all through this song. Everybody knows this fucking song. Kids It's good. Right. It's also on the Faculty soundtrack, if you yeah. want to check that out. <laughs> you were talking about that. Um, yeah, man. And it was on fucking loop repeat with... Sex and Candy, and Baby One More Time on the old MTV um, there in, in, in early 99. Chris, Offspring is coming out with a new album in 2019, so be on the lookout for it. And, I don't know and, the release date yet, but it's uh, they've said they're releasing a new album in 2019. And yeah, I'd, I'd love to hear it. I'm, I'm interested to see what kind of direction they, they want to go in. Um, you know, I'm a fan of the band and, uh, without a doubt, I'll always be a fan of the band and I'm sure that I'll find something I like. Um, I, I kind of like that days go by, like I said, is so different. Um, Dustin, we got an interview Chris, you hear that up. beginning? Wow. Somebody listens to Cox Bar on their spare time. Right? <laughs> is that, uh, I'm not trying to be fucked up to say that. No, I, I mentioned that in the interview. Good start. I like it. Right? Anyways. This is Riot Act. Radio Hate's second album. Came out July 14, 2017. Psychotherapy. Uh, Riot Act. Me and Matt talk about it in the interview. I, I, I told him. I said the beginning of that song sounds just like Cox Bar. <laughs> and again, I'm not saying it in the sense that you copied. It's just I, I sense that you have this as an influence. And right. Yes. And then the next track that's going to come up before the interview, something similar will get there. Uh, these guys... Radio Hate is from Sheboygan. Oh, yeah. Isn't that, that's, uh, that 70s show takes place in Sheboygan, I think. Does it? Yeah, my my, uh, my brother-in-law tells me 
Oh, you don't want to go to Sheboygan. So all the all the gangs come up from Milwaukee there. <laughs> he of course lives in uh, the same county that to catch it. What is it? The making of a murderer. All that shit fucking oh, took place. Right. The girl that got killed. The photographer girl right. is from Hilbert, and that's where they, that's where they, when they were married, bought their first house together was in Hilbert. All right, listen to this. I don't mean to interrupt, but. So they are the enemies of every working man, and it shows. All right, what are you getting off this one? What's it sound like? If you were to say influence is drawn from a band. Uh. Evil will triumph. The Clash. God, I was gonna say that. Holy shit! Right? I was like, I think the Clash, but I don't know. Like, am I right? Yeah, man, the Clash. Right? Holy shit, you're Doesn't right. Sound cool? Yeah, man, it does. What's well, so, called uh, "Kick Out the Parties"? Matt's gonna talk about it. "Kick Out the Tories" song. It's a damn, fuck Tories. similarity to it, right? I don't want to get too much into it since the interview is coming up right after this track. But these two tracks both really stood out to me as far as like, hey, I think this was an influence. And I think they do a great job, man. Right oh, there yeah. even, right? Yeah. <laughs> so when you guys were making this album, what'd you do? We sat around and listened to The Clash at Cox Bar for about fucking six days and then we just fucking started writing music. Well, that's these two tracks. Yeah, the other no, ones no, kind of no. have I, their own songs. And, and again, you know? I'm not trying to kind of, I'm not trying to diss at all. I'm, I'm, right. I'm having fun with it. I, I love that when you can hear those influences in music, right? You know, it shows, hey, you know, we're 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 paying homage to to what we grew up with and what we listened to. Right. You and I are playing music we grew up and listened to. That, you know, yeah. set us up when we were young to where we like it still. Let's check out the rest of Kick Out the Parties. Everything that you read in the press, you should know that by now. Don't believe everything that you read in the press. Don't believe everything that you see on the net. Right? Yeah. Don't believe. Don't believe. Because if you do, you let fuck faces like fucking that orange clown. Right? Think about how many people believe that reality television is real. Oh, no shit, right? Reality TV is, I'd say, is at least semi-scripted, right? So it's not really reality. It's semi-scripted. It's it's like 80% scripted. Right. It's a sitcom. Right. It's like reality porn. It's not fucking, oh, those two people didn't know each other and just started fucking. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, no condoms. Oh, they pulled that guy off the street. He started banging that girl on the bus. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was just some dude. Yeah. No. It's all... The, what's, the, what's the one where they're on the couch? They're on the couch, casting couch? Yeah. Oh, God. It's all fake. It's all made up. It is. All right. They might take people who really like that, like the Duck Dynasty people, but it's all fucking scripted. Chris, we're going to do an interview. Coming up next. You're going to do an interview, Dustin. I'm going to sit and listen. Fuck yeah! All right, joining me now is Matt from Radio Hate. Matt, thank you for joining. Yeah, thanks for having me. Great band. You guys are from Sheboygan, Wisconsin. That's right. How is the punk scene in Sheboygan, Wisconsin? 
Ah, uh, the punk scene in Sheboygan. Um, it's it's been a little slow lately, but that's not to say it's dead. Um, it's really has a lot of history, and there's a lot of us that have been kind of around in a lot of different bands since the '90s, really. So you've been in Radio Hate for how long? Um, well, it started as a solo project, uh, so it was just me, my songs, and everything. And uh, we just finally made it a band last year and started playing live shows. Before that, what were you doing? Were you in another band? Yeah, I've been playing in another band called Darwin Trap for a while, just playing guitar and singing some backups and needed an outlet to make the exact kind of music I wanted to. So had an interest in recording, bought some equipment and just kind of made it happen. Well, on this show, we played tons of music, but I've always been more drawn to the oi and street punk sounds. So your band and your music right up my alley first heard it as a yes, definitely we want to play you on the show come talk to us about it. I love to talk to bands about what, you know, what are your drive? What makes you make that music? What, what do you love about that music? So what inspires you to create the music you do? Oh yeah. I just absolutely love that always street punk sound with the, the gang vocals, the big choruses, that catchiness that makes you feel like even if you weren't there in that time with them, like you feel like you belong to that kind of music. And uh, that, that's really what drives me. Bands like Coxbar, Blitz, a lot of British bands from the 70s, 80s, but plenty of American bands too. Right. You could probably hear me and Chris in the background singing along with the song. And you know you love the music when the first time you hear a song, you're singing along with it. Yep. Just instantly brings that smile to your face. It's right? great. As a band, you've been together. Uh, I didn't really cover this, so you do vocals. And then you have a few other guys in the band. Who else is in the band with you? Uh, yeah, so I got uh, Drew Fredrickson on lead guitar. He's also the singer for Jetty Boys out of Sheboygan. Okay. And uh, he played in Screeching Weasel for a bit. Uh, nice. We got Cade on the other guitar, who, interestingly enough, just turned 21. So we have quite the, the age range here. Right. We got Mike Chapa on bass. He was the original bass player for Morbid Saint. Wow. Probably the most famous band ever out of Sheboygan, metal band from the 80s. And then we got uh, Jared Schrader on drums, and I play with him in Darwin Trap. Cool. How did you guys uh, come across each other? What brought you? So as you stated before, this started as a solo project, and then I'm sure to do live shows and such, maybe expand upon it. You, you need help, as it were, or uh, <laughs> collaborations. So what brought you guys together? Yeah, well, with, with the magic of uh, overdubbing, you can do everything yourself in the studio, but live it's kind of hard to play two sure. guitars and drums and sing your own backups. But you can still um, but, do a yeah. great job. Your stuff's great, and we've uh, come across before that on the Foo Fighters' very first album, Dave Grohl did it all, if I'm not mistaken. So, yes, yeah, so you can still right, make yeah. it great. It's just nobody would have wanted to see Dave Grohl do all the instruments and everything all, <laughs> all by himself at the live show. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, so really, I've, I've known all these guys for, except Cade, for a really long time. I mean, we've partied together and been in different bands together over the years, just been part of the same scene. And then uh, Cade, being the youngster, I actually had the opportunity to record his band a couple of years ago, and he's a fantastic guitarist and great voice, and was happy to have him join. That's great. Uh, when you say record him, from what? It, tell me about uh, Rocket Vault Studios. Uh, yeah, so Rocket Vault Studios is just kind of the evolution of I have a day job, but it's not my life's passion. And, uh, you know, bought some recording equipment, was kind of excited to do that, working on the solo project. And it's like, 
well, I got this stuff. I I got some know-how. What better way to learn than to record some bands and, you know, make some things happen for, for people around here at a reasonable price. To do something that you love kind of as a hobby, but maybe, you know, to help fund itself, as it were, kind of to justify the time that you put into it, you can't ask for anything better. Exactly. It's It's really good. So you are doing the recording. So for the band, is that you, you, you guys taking care of the recording there? Um, yeah, for the, the two CDs that are out, I did everything and recorded them myself. For the future, it's kind of up in the air where everything's going to go. Got a lot of new material that I have uh, some sort of rough tracks laid down for. But um, as far as the exact direction we're going next, it's hard to say at this point. Okay, so the first two releases, Main Nerve, you released that October 21st, 2014. And then Psychotherapy yep. just come out, uh, well, I guess it's been about two years, about a year and a half. So July 14th, yep, 2017. And those you took care of. So the you're talking about material you're putting together. Is that going to be you and the other four guys putting together and recording together then? Uh, it's certainly going to have some of their influence. And live, it absolutely has their influence. And it's a blessing because they're all better at their instruments than I am at, at <laughs> any of them. So it's just, it's wonderful to work with these guys. As far as just the songwriting, it's probably still going to just be mainly what I'm coming up with. Um, everyone's in at least one other band. So they all have their passion projects. Sure. <laughs> this is mine. So you guys, uh, I've seen you guys play some shows. You actually have a show coming up uh, this weekend, right? Yep. Friday will be in Milwaukee at Sabbatic. And then you have a show March 16th, and it looks like you guys will be doing a radio show with Just the Ska Kid. That's already scheduled out into June, June 20th. So how many shows yep. or how regularly do you guys play shows? Since we started at the end of March last year, I've been trying to do about two shows a month, plus or minus. And uh, it's, I had no idea how much work it was to book shows. Every band I've been in, I had the luxury of uh, just making sure I showed up and was <laughs> in good enough shape to play. Right. And now it's like... Holy crap, there's a lot that goes into this, but uh, we're going for about two shows a month. Who are some of your favorite bands that you've done shows with? Uh, love playing with the DUIs from Milwaukee. Uh, just fantastic street punk in the very similar vein to what, to what I really love. Who's the, the biggest name that you've played with? The biggest name that I've played with? Um, with this band, I, ca I can't say there's any huge names. Um, I was very fortunate. My first band in high school... We got to open for the business in Green Bay wow. back in 1997, I want to say. Amazing. That, that is was, super yeah, cool. That was a pleasure. That is cool. Who? What was uh, the band name, first band? That band was Allied Victims. Man, that's that's great. That's a, that's cool. As a, a, a fan of music, what's a show that stands out to you that you went to? What's an amazing show? I'm sure the business show was, but are there any others that stand out to you? There's been some good ones. I saw Bad Company Project in Milwaukee a couple of years ago, and they played about half oxymoron songs, half Bad Company Project songs. Right. It was just awesome hanging out with Sucker and those guys. I saw um, Chris and I saw them this last year at Punk Rock Bowling, so this last May they were great. I'm jealous. I actually ended up being in Vegas that weekend but did not get tickets, and I couldn't uh, find a ticket on the street for that club show. Oh, that was such a great club show that was a bad company project old firm agnostic front and crim yep so good every band a yep, little jealous <laughs> yeah we left no effects early because we knew crim was opening and we didn't want to miss crim sure sure yeah i, I listen to them a lot actually even with no english it's still 
God, that the feeling that comes through without even knowing the words is incredible. Right, and it's no exception live. They were they were outstanding live. That that was awesome. Back to the the two releases that you already have. I noticed they're Urban Pirate Records. So is that the the distribution? So you guys you took care of the recording, and is that who's putting it out? Uh, yeah, yeah, they put it out. It's a local guy who's been part of the scene. Played in a band with him for a while. He's actually just closed up shop now at the end of uh, 2018 so i'm not exactly sure what the future holds but probably going to be shopping around for any label pretty soon here there's a lot of great ones out there and your band is fantastic so i'm sure uh, it won't be hard for you to get somebody awesome thanks i really appreciate it yeah your band is really great for those first two releases people can go you can listen to them on spotify uh, you have radiohate.bandcamp.com, so you can get the buy the digital versions there. Do you have hard copies? So did you guys sell CDs, tapes, vinyl? Yeah, we got hard copy CDs. Um, just looking into maybe pressing uh, psychotherapy on vinyl at this point. Perfect. I I'm in line for that, so I'll be I'll be following you, so I know exactly when that comes out. I love increasing my vinyl collection. The album covers are great. I love the artwork. Yours is great. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah, not a problem. When you have uh, the upcoming, you know, stuff that you're working on, do you listen to anything specific or is it just whatever's coming out or what, is there anything influencing you? It's, it's probably going to be certainly in the vein of the second album. Definitely want to push those harmonized guitar solos and the, the big choruses. And I really like having a mix of both positive anthemic songs and then maybe some faster, slightly darker minor songs. Your, your website's great. So what a lot of people don't do, especially if you get digital copies, you know, uh, you don't have the lyric sheet. So one thing I wanted to point out, I noticed on your website is uh, on your website, you have all the lyrics for all the tracks. Absolutely. I'm a huge fan of that. I'm always disappointed how much work it takes to hunt down lyrics sometimes. Right. I want people to know the words. I want them to be able to sing along without having to go through the trouble. Because that's what I love to do when I'm at shows. Right. I agree with you. And I think it's outstanding. Your, your website is super cool. So it's, you know, www.radiohate.com. Uh, it shows your upcoming shows, which you can also get on the social media. It shows picture of you guys in the band. But really, my favorite part is right there where it shows both albums, so Main Nerve and Psychotherapy, and it has all the tracks, all the lyrics. Very cool. Absolutely. And kind of as an extension of the lyric thing, made our first lyric video for Psychotherapy recently. I just and, watched uh, it today. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it was very good. Cool. Yeah, I, I thought really that was the way to go. Uh, you know, obviously less production cost than making a full real video. And again, what better way to have people learn the lyrics than show it to them? Right, and uh, my mind draws a blank. I hate that now, but it just popped up. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the band This Means War. Also, Dropkick Murphys, there was somebody who did their videos, and they had videos similar to the the fashion that you put yours together. So it's not, you know, the band and blending a whole bunch together and stuff like that. It's kind of the a lyric video, but, you know, not just a plain background. You know, it's actually right. really cool, and... The couple of This Means War videos are, are like that, and they're great. I thought yours was outstanding. And again, I just saw it today. It's really cool. I shared it out, let everybody know that this was coming up. Absolutely. Thanks so much. Yeah, I, we're, I'm really happy with it. I actually we got another one in the works right now. Turned out great. So what is the next video going to be? What, what track? Uh, the next video is going to be My Drug off the Psychotherapy album. Awesome. A couple tracks that we're going to be playing on the show or have played already, uh, you know, thus far 
on the show are Riot Act. And so what I wanted to point out is the very opening of that, the first time I heard it and every time I've heard it since, sounds just like a couple Cox Bar songs, the opening. I hear it and I'm thinking, did I switch to the wrong album? I thought I was, you know, and then I hear it like, nice, that's that's great. Yeah, certainly don't try to, you know, copy him or rip him off, but I mean, it's a, it's a huge influence. I really like that, having that simple oi sound sometimes where it's just melodic and happy, but powerful. Right, and... You know, at this point in the world, there's only so much you can do to not rip somebody off. I mean, ripping people off now is, you know, playing their music and singing their lyrics. You know, a little more than that, maybe. But when we all listen to music and that's how people are going to create music is they're going to take their influences. And, you know, that's a 10 track album. 10 tracks aren't that way. I didn't get that off of all 10 tracks. It was just that one particular track, you know, Riot Act. I'm hearing it and like, oh, yeah, you know. And, and sure. so, of course, definitely no ripoff there. Just you can tell the influence. And that's, so that's what I was asking about earlier. And another one, so when I hear Kick Out the Parties, sounds a yep. lot like a Clash track to me. Oh, that's interesting. That is actually a sort of modified cover of Kick Out the Tories by the Newton Neurotics. Okay. With uh, just some, some different lyrics, um, kind of espousing my distaste for the full spectrum of uh, political bullshit rather right? than just one side of it <laughs> but uh yeah it's so fun to play it's such a, a just a simple straightforward tune but it's just just a pleasure people love it love it live and uh even if they don't know the original it's it's great uh i think we actually played that on the show one of our very first episodes or maybe i was just listening to it when we were putting those episodes together so i am familiar with the track but that i don't know why that didn't click it was Again, it just sounded like something that I heard the Clash play, you know. And again, not like sure. a, a copy of it. It's just I could hear the Clash play in this track, even though it yeah, wasn't absolutely. wasn't the lyrics. So I thought it was really cool. So again, that's a, a variety of sounds. Though both those two bands have been around since the '70s, their styles are still different enough. And your band is coming across, you know, to me at least on those two individual tracks that way. And a lot of them stand on their own when I first, uh, you know, you reached out and like, hey, you know, take a listen. Cool, I'll, I'll do it. And Psychotherapy's track number one, so that's what I heard. Fantastic street punk sound. Loved it. Yeah, it kind of runs a, a pretty wide gamut from, you know, the, the softer, more slow-moving Clash or Cox Bar songs to more aggressive Oxymoron, The Blood, you know, something like that. Right. And other track that i'm going to play on this episode uh one i really liked and i try to you know listen to the whole albums i don't like playing track one two three you know and i'm sure you know bands are creating an order it's telling a story but yep. I, I like to kind of go throughout and you know kick out the parties was track seven riot act track three psychotherapies track one well track 10 is grave regrets so it's Technically the last track, but you have the bonus I still remember. It's only 41 seconds, but it's still very cool. So anyone out there, even though it's a 10 track, that is a bonus 11. So check that one out. But tell me about Grave Regrets. Uh, Grave Regrets is just kind of uh, a riff on a actually a Bad Company Project uh, lyric that says something, something, I'll have no regrets in my grave. And I just took that and kind of wrote lyrics about living every day as, you know, as if it's going to be your last and really appreciating the, the time and the one and only life, you know, you're going to have. I, I appreciate you taking the time to, you know, kind of tell the story a little bit. What, what have I not covered? What's something that we should know about the band that I, we haven't covered yet? Well, we are 
looking at touring hopefully this summer not exactly sure where kind of waiting to hear back from a few uh, festivals we applied to play and that's going to kind of dictate the route but we do hope to get out there a little farther away from uh, the Midwest if we can. Where are you looking to go? Are you looking East Coast, West Coast, South? Kind of depends on the timing. Hopefully, if it's the spring or the fall, we'll go farther south and escape this weather right. up here. But uh, <laughs> if it's in the summer, I don't mind staying a little farther north. That's awesome. Uh, a lot of bands we talk to that talk about doing tours. It's a lot of, you know, a couple weeks because everybody has work schedules and stuff that they do. And it sounds like everybody in the band has other bands they play with. So that's a lot of scheduling around you guys are going to have to do. Are you guys yeah, looking... it really is. Yeah, I bet. Are you guys looking to do something like a, a two-week, hit some festivals, uh, a couple weekends? We talked to some bands that, you know, try to arrange and go like, hey, we'll go to, for example, Salt Lake. So you hit Salt Lake, Boise, Denver, all kind of close, or Vegas, L.A., Phoenix, something like that. Are you guys looking to do some weekends out there? That's kind of a further drive for just weekends, I guess, from Wisconsin, but maybe other areas, or are you looking to do maybe some loop of a, a couple weeks long? Uh, my gut feeling is the first one we'd probably go for like a week, week and a half and try to play almost every day, uh, kind of just maybe out and back. Not sure the direction, but uh, assuming that goes well and everyone has a good time, I could definitely see going longer, doing a big loop. Excellent. Thank you for joining. We love Radio Hate. We're ready for some more music. And uh, on to more music. Thanks again, Matt. Thanks so much. Dustin, Sheboygan, the oi. Right? <laughs> so again, a different sound, right? Absolutely. All the songs are fantastic in their own right, but all a little different, you know? This one has its own inspirations. And by the way, thanks to Matt. All the Radio Hate guys. Thanks to Matt and all the Radio Hate guys. Sorry I didn't get a chance to talk to you. Right. <laughs> Next time Chris will be there. Uh, it's great what Matt does. Uh, looking forward to what Matt and the boys are going to put together for the next one. But the first two uh, are great. Psychotherapy is awesome. Not playing the title track. It's really good. But they put out a, a video for it. Uh, we talked about it in the interview. And I already shared it out on our Facebook page. So... Everybody who's digging Radio Hey, go to our Facebook page. Go find that psychotherapy video and check that shit out. That's like a metal solo. (laughs) 
This is my style of vocals. I really like the vocals. I like the way they come across. I just picture somebody like Nick Woods of Direct Hit singing this with that type of energy. Alright Chris, I'm gonna put you on the spot real quick. What's your favorite track that we played from Radio Hate? <laughs> the Cops Bar inner uh, inspired yeah, riot act. The go. Clash inspired kick out the parties, or was it Grave Regrets? I, I liked Riot Act a lot. I, I like the, the little homage to Cops Bar that, that cool. was the intro. Great band, great interview. Thanks again, Matt. Thanks, Radio Hate. Looking forward to the future, Chris. Dustin, your guilty pleasure, what is it? Dustin, I've uh, been doing grunge music, and I thought this was probably the most grungy of Soul Asylum's tracks that I were. I saw some of the videos of and watched. I didn't see them live, but I've seen like live performances and stuff of yeah. them. And they are grungy. Oh, they look <laughs> grungy as fuck, right? Uh, you know, here's what's funny is uh, their lead singer, uh, David, uh, it's, it's Pierner. He was he was a drummer first, oh. so he would sing and drum. Wow, that's cool. And so he moved up to. Oh, just so he's saying the... that being a drummer's down? Because you said he's moved up. Is that what you're saying oh, there, Chris? Oh wow, that's fucked up, isn't it? <laughs> Maybe he. What you I meant, like, say is he being just changed a front man, You know what I mean? He like just yeah. Places. He swapped. Moved to a different area on the stage. Hey, Dustin, they played at Bill Clinton's inauguration. Nice. I will say, Chris, I am a Soul Asylum fan. I had this, had a few other tracks. I would have picked a different one, but that, you know, I always well, say I, told I would you pick the, a different I one. told you what I was leaning towards. Right. Uh, Runaway Train's a damn good song, but, and it was what they played at Clinton's inauguration. But, you know, Dustin, it was kind of an interesting band because... This album, Grave Dancers Union, triple platinum, fucking just a, just a killer. Yeah, a ton of great hits. I mean, Runaway Train oh, was loaded. on Oh, loaded. Loaded with fucking hits, Dustin. Somebody to shove. This is Black Gold, Runaway Train. Everybody fucking knew it. Everybody played it. And then there was like a break. They didn't put anything out for a couple years. Then they put out Let Your Dim Light Shine in 95. And everybody bought it thinking that it was going to be, nope, it wasn't. I like that album, though. Misery and Crawl, that's what I would have picked if I was picking a Soul Asylum song. I you would have picked, picked that Misery. Album. I like really? Misery, but I like Crawl, yeah. I, 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 up Do you in have Crawl the- handy? Because I'm, I'm curious to remember which one Crawl is. Here it is. We just this fought. is it. You're already ready. I'm ready, Chris. Okay, what do we got? No? Give it a second. <laughs> no. No? No. It's building. Maybe it's a slow build. Just like anyone? Which one's that? I don't have that one on me. You don't have that one? I don't have it ready, sorry. Oh, okay. You had this ready to go just in case or what? 
Well, I was actually looking because I told you I would pick something different I wanted to have ready. There you go. See, Bill. I'm gonna crawl. It's way grunge, dude. Right? Uh, I'll be honest. I have this album. It's a good. I like it. I have it too. Uh, it's kind of like meh. I was always really? meh on it. Uh, I got it thinking because the one before was so fucking good. Grave Dancers Union was so good. What does this sound like, Chris? The 90s. <laughs> this isn't an original 90s song, Chris. This is Soul Asylum. Oh, yeah. No, it's, it's, a, it's an here. 80s song. It's a yeah. cover. You know the song yet? Before oh the God! You'll know it when it gets to the uh, chorus. Once the chorus hits, I'll know it. I, I, it's there. It sounds familiar as fuck. Is it Phil Collins? Marvin Gaye. Oh shit! Yeah, sexual healing, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. What's this off of? No alternative. It was a compilation of uh, a bunch of uh, grunge alternative bands. Just do it covers. Put on their, no, I don't think it was all covers. This is just what they happen to throw out on there, man. Yeah. Look up no alternative if you're curious. What do you think of this cover? It's actually pretty good. Right? What's it called? No alternative? No alternative. Soul Asylum. No, just no alternative. Oh, there it is, right off the bat. Right? It was a big album. Produced by Paul Heck. What's on it? Oh my god, look at this. There's some bands, huh? Dude, Hoo Goo Dolls? Are you kidding? With Lance Diamond doing Bitch. Written by Mick Jagger and Keith Richards, otherwise known as The Stones, right? Right. And uh, The Pumpkins doing uh, Glenn's because Billy Corgan's weird as fuck. Right. Soundgarden doing Show Me. Okay. Oh, there's Fogarty. Uncle Tupelo doing John Fogarty. Beastie Boys. I told you, there's some bands on that. Uh, there's some shit on right? here, buddy. And then you had Soul Asylum doing. When I get that feeling, I want sex. Oh, there, Dustin. There's a hidden track. Hidden track. That was a 90s thing. Who's the hidden one? Nirvana. Nice. Doing verse, chorus, verse. Nice. Pretty cool, huh? That's cool, man. Yeah, that's cool as shit. I'm glad you showed that to me. Well, uh, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I'm glad you picked Soul Asylum. I think it's a good pick. Uh, I think we can wrap up this episode in lieu of doing a guilty pleasure. Uh Uh-huh. I opted to do the band that Matt mentioned out of Milwaukee. In the interview, oh, okay. the DUIs had never right heard on. of the DUIs before. This is a band he likes to play with. I like, I like them, man. They're cool. Uh, the DUIs have a bunch of releases. Go to their Bandcamp page. You can get like, all their albums for like a dollar a piece, fifty cents, I think, for the whole discography. I don't understand that, but go throw them a couple bucks and go buy that whole discography. Yeah. There's a ton of tracks. They're from Beer City, aka Milwaukee. This was released uh, February second. 2016. It's where the Milwaukee the Bucks play. Nightcap. This track is called I Always Said. Uh, 
like crap. Oh, my, my, my voice is getting all nasally. Did you know where Soul Asylum was from? And did you notice that they They're started... They're from Minneapolis-St. Paul. I know. should have played them on last week's episode when they played oh, all bands shit. from Minneapolis. That's right. I didn't even think of it. I didn't even think of it. Well, they formed in 81. Did you know that? 81. Wow. I thought they formed in like... I knew they formed... I thought it was 88. They formed originally as the band Loud Oh, yeah. They, they, but, but they became but Soul Asylum, I thought, in 88. Uh, I don't Am know I wrong? I don't know the when, but they did transition over. Right on. Dustin, you can find all these bands we heard on Twitter, at Lenny underscore Lashley, at MasterTruder1, at ToastersNYC, at Offspring, at Radio underscore Hate, at Soul Asylum, at the DUIs. I'm at SLC Punk Chris. I'm at another punk SLC. On Facebook, at The Upfucks, at Gang of One, at MasterTruder, at Perkeley1993, at Bass Tracks, at... L. Oi Pride. No. Yes. Uh, at the Toasters, at Offspring, at Radio Hate, WI for Wisconsin, at Soul Asylum, at the DUIs. I'm at SLC Punk Chris. We're at SLC Punk On Instagram, at Lenny Lashley's Gang of One, at Master Truder, at Official underscore Perkeley. I probably said it four different ways. I just. I just can't do it. At the DUIs underscore MKE. That's for the airport there is MKE. Uh, Mitchell Airport there in uh, beautiful, beautiful Beer City Beer City uh, uh, Toast at Toasters NYC at Offspring at Soul Asylum Band I am at SLC Punk Chris we are at SLC Punkcast. thanks for listening if you're still listening you're the reason we do this we love talking music talk back to us we hope to see you uh, at Punk Rock Bowling and at the shows we got one big show a month here in Salt Lake City coming up we hope to see you then right Play the fucking outro.